And now, a faux fiction audio production published by Not A Pipe Publishing. Super Guy by Kurt Klopton. Super Guy, the generic alternative. Less superhero hype, same superhero quality. Chapter 23 How come it's taking you so long to put that together? Asked Roger. They were in Roger's room on the upper level of the garage, and Oliver was attempting to assemble a microwave cart while Roger finished up the connections on his flat panel television. It wasn't as simple as a television, of course. It was also patched into the whole garage headquarters system, so Roger could monitor everything from his room, whether that was checking the security cameras or using the communication systems, among many others. Lots of things had changed in the office area of the garage in the past week. Since the building itself hadn't cost them anything, the new occupants were given a decent budget for renovations, and, with a slow economy, there was no shortage of people ready to do the work. Oliver, Roger, and Emma had done some quick planning and got crews in immediately to begin renovations. The first project was somewhat simple which was to knock down the wall between the control room and the second office to make a much larger and more useful space. It hadn't taken long for that first office to become packed with equipment, and they wanted to add a conference table for meetings. Emma had moved from the second office to the third to make way for the expansion. The next projects were Oliver and Roger's living quarters on the upper floor. Since the offices weren't terribly large, they had decided to simply knock out the walls between the first and second offices and the third and fourth, creating two bigger rooms. Then the crews added bathrooms and kitchenettes in the middle, building out from the adjoining wall. The rooms weren't super spacious, but they made decent efficiency apartments, which were more than enough to satisfy Roger and Oliver. So how long is it going to take you? I have no idea. The directions are in English, but apparently I'm not as fluent in that language as I thought I was. Ah, another shortcoming of the serum. Nothing in it to cover the assembling of products made in China with directions written by someone whose first and possibly second language isn't English, and probably wasn't allowed to see the project they were writing the directions for. He finished connecting a last cable and pushed the flat panel television back against the wall. Think there's a serum booster that would cover it? He stared at the directions for another moment and then tossed them aside. Grabbing a drill and a very long wood screw, he proceeded to drive the screw through the side of the cabinet into a couple of other boards that hadn't been cooperating. And there. That should do it, he said, setting the drill aside and moving the cart into place next to the kitchen counter. He grabbed the microwave with one hand and plopped it on top like it was made of cardboard. Perfect. I just wouldn't recommend rolling it around much, or using the drawer. Not that you can get it open now. Great. Would have been cheaper to stack up a couple of small crates. Not to mention just as useful. Ah, but I would have been robbed of such a great sense of accomplishment. There was a knock at the door, which was standing open, and Emma walked in without waiting for an invitation. She looked around the small apartment and nodded. This isn't too bad, Roger. Nicer than my apartment, except for the garage smell. Thanks, I'm liking it. Emma dropped a stack of papers on the coffee table and sat down on the couch opposite the wall with the flat panel television. There was another small chair stuffed into the space with the couch, but little other room. 
A divider stood right behind the chair, separating the living room area from Roger's bed. I've been researching Cyclone and his big-time New York lawyers for connections to Milwaukee, and I think I've found something. Of course, I'm saying that as a person with absolutely no experience in doing this sort of thing, so I could be completely wrong. But I don't think I am. I got some confirmation from the Superhero Union's research department. It was a low-priority request, since we're small-time and it wasn't an emergency, but they helped run down a couple of things. Regardless, I'm pretty proud of myself and my amateur detective work. She said with a satisfied smile. Joyce Industries? Asked Oliver, walking over and sitting down in the small chair. Emma's smile disappeared instantly. How did you... I had a pretty good guess from all the other material from the chief. I narrowed it down to two or three possibilities. But I was betting on Joyce, especially after meeting him at the mayor's gala. There was just something about him. Wait, said Roger, his attention being pulled away from the television he had tuned to a baseball game. What did I miss? We found the bad guy? And how'd we do it so fast? We didn't do anything. And I apparently didn't do anything. Just wasted a ton of time researching law firms and companies and shell companies and the shells of shell companies. Why didn't you tell me you already knew? Eh, because I didn't know for sure. I only had a guess, but you confirmed it. You did good research. I know it would be faster if we had some kind of crime-sopping supercomputer to sift through all the facts for us and spit out an answer instead of my guesses and your research. But we don't. Or do we? Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Roger, did you get us a crime-stopping supercomputer? Oliver looked at Roger for an answer, but he wasn't listening. Roger picked up some of Emma's printouts. Joyce Industries? The bad guy is a corporation? He asked, somewhat crestfallen. No supervillain, just a boardroom of guys in suits? Crap! I hate it when these criminal conspiracies turn out to be corporations or oil companies or politicians. That's so boring. It's not a whole boardroom. Aren't you listening? Just one guy named Raymond Joyce. You know, the weird short guy with the slick white hair I told you about at the gala. He's the guy behind it all. And he could be a supervillain. We just don't know for sure yet. Roger paged through a few more of the documents. Joyce Industries is huge. That guy must be loaded. Why would he bother with masterminding a criminal syndicate in Milwaukee? It's not like it's New York or L.A. Doesn't seem like it's worth the trouble. It's not really a crime syndicate in Milwaukee. That's just a cover. An overall increase in crime to cover for a few specific ones so those won't get noticed and be connected to each other. What specific crimes? A kidnapping, an arson, and a stolen chemical formula to name the big three besides other minor ones. There were also some financial deals that, while legal, would have helped show a pattern if things weren't such a mess due to the crime increase. Now, wait a second. A minute ago, you said you had a good guess it was Joyce Industries and you needed my information to confirm it, yet you seem to know the whole plan. Exactly how good of a guess did you have? 96.9% probability. And we need a crime-fighting supercomputer. Right. Sounds like you just spit out the answer. Okay. I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to make you feel bad, it's just that the information I read needed to, I don't know, uh, sort of cook for a while before I knew what was going on. So not so much like a supercomputer as a crockpot. <laughs> and a generic crockpot at that. Anyway, after letting all the information simmer for a while, to keep with the cooking metaphor, things just kind of fell into place, but I still needed your confirmation, Emma. Okay. So are you going to call the chief and go arrest this guy? Nothing to arrest him for. We can't really connect him personally to any of the crimes, being the, uh, good-at-crime guy that he is. We just need to stop him. 
a baseball manager on television, was throwing and kicking his hat. It looked nice in high definition. You don't often see foolishness look so crisp. Stop him from doing what, exactly? When Oliver didn't answer, she prompted, Oliver? Uh, he's developed a chemical to enslave the entire world population. Enslavement? World domination? Wait, this whole conspiracy crime syndicate thing is really complicated? I'd say so. The amount of paperwork I sifted through finding the connection from Cyclone's lawyers back to Joyce Industries was staggering. I mean, needlessly complicated. Isn't that all law-related stuff? But yes, the union research person I spoke to did mention there were several more layers than one usually sees in these situations. Roger turned to Oliver. And the details of the crimes the chief gave you, you said there were many done just to cover up a few, right? Almost like it was more trouble than it was worth. Oliver nodded. Yeah, it kind of made the odd ones stand out more when you really looked at it. There's a lot of extra work put in there. Yes, 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 yes. World domination and overly complicated plans? This Joyce guy is definitely a supervillain. Corporations just want the cash. They don't do enslavement. Well, except the tobacco companies. Sweet. Isn't it wrong to be that excited when you find out someone's trying to enslave you? And the whole rest of the world. It may be wrong, but I think in this case, it's appropriate. Our first time out, and it's for all the marbles? It could have just been some guy just trying to corner the market on light beer. But we've got somebody trying to take over the whole world. That's the holy grail of evil plans. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool? You really are messed up. Okay, well, what do we do now? Oliver scratched his ear as he thought. That's the thing. I'm... Not exactly sure what to do next. That's easy! I'm surprised it isn't hardwired into that superhero brain of yours. You've got to do the face-to-face. The what? The face-to-face. you got to go meet the man. Well, I know you already met the man, but you didn't know it was the man, so it doesn't count. Now you've got to confront him. You know he's the bad guy with the evil plan, and he undoubtedly knows you're the good guy with the funny suit. So you have to call him out. Maybe he'll make a mistake because of the pressure. Or maybe the two of you will just have a pleasant talk and decide to make a regular thing of it. Sunday afternoon tea. I'm not really sure. It's just the way it's done. That sounds kind of dangerous. Oh, not at all. There's sort of an unofficial ceasefire to these things. Unofficial. Repeated Emma, the doubt clear in her voice. Okay, I guess I could just go to his office. That's easy enough. Do you think I need to make an appointment? Oh, no. He'll see us without one. I'm sorry, us? Oh yeah, I'm going with you. This is your first face-to-face. I wouldn't miss it for anything. You have been listening to Super Guy by Kurt Klopton, a faux fiction audio production published by Not A Pipe Publishing. Look for the sequel to Super Guy coming this September. This recording, characters, and the situations within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. If you wish to listen to more episodes in advance, search Patreon.com, then Faux Fiction Audio, and sign up to be a monthly patron. Or, stay tuned until the next week for your free episode. We will see you then.